It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with light workers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Time and distance are no barrier to energy, and that means no matter when you're listening, no matter how you found us, you are here for a reason. And I hope that something in the next hour lights you up and helps you move forward. Now, Maybe you can't find the right partner. Maybe you've been looking for a while. Or maybe you can't make it work with the person who you really like. Relationship expert Dr. Carmen Hara is here today, and she believes that when you learn how to break free of karmic patterns that block your love life, you can manifest the incredible relationship that you deserve to have. Are you ready to meet her? Dr. Carmen Hara is a prominent psychologist and renowned intuitive counselor. She's written six best-selling books, hosted hundreds of radio shows and live seminars, and has made countless TV appearances on national and international networks. Carmen's a co-chair in the Vital Voices Global Partnership, led by Hillary Clinton, a delegate member of the Women in the World Foundation, an honorary member of the Alliance for a New Humanity, founded by Al Gore and Deepak Chopra, and a member of the Clinton Foundation, founded by Bill Clinton. She splits her time between Miami and New York, and she's the mother of three grown daughters. You can find more about Carmen and her work at CarmenHara.com. Carmen, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I mean, it's like uh, like I needed to talk to you today. <laughs> well, it's such a day for me, you know. It is, and we're uh, recording this interview the day after the U.S. Uh, presidential election was decided. And I know, Carmen, we talked a little bit about this off the air, and Nate and I were talking in the studio before we went on. Everybody's been up all night. Everybody's riding that strange kind of dislocated energy how do you feel about this election and especially how do you feel about the kind of the karmic aspects of what's going on well you know we've never seen a race like this because it's so personal and so uh, riddled with fears and the, the 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 former failures of each candidate like even if you love or hate uh, Donald Trump, you can you cannot deny that he's a character. And if you go, like, beside his dramatics uh, and his stubborn strategies, there's one um, undeniable uh, uh, thing about him, his terrible karma with, with women and people, you know. This is like this reoccurring theme that you see in his life, this continuous battle, you know, 
that he has with women after changing women after women, you know, and, and this is something that I have a hard time believing that we choose him as a commander in chief. Um, and uh, Hillary, on the other hand, um, is being uh, a woman who, who's been having her own karma, you know, uh, to fight for when it comes to being uh, betrayed and uh, being uh, pitied. And that's such a hard for a woman to deal with. So, so here, here are two people, you know, that have been in, in this race that have to deal with their own karma. So the kind of the election that we had uh, right now uh, that just ended was a karmic election. And, and never in the history of, of America, we've never seen karmic elections. And that's why, because we related to this in our private life, we were so drawn and glued to the television, and this election turned into some kind of a reality show. Mm-hmm. And because we related to what was going on in front of our eyes, it, it was like, it, in, in some many cases, it, it even happened in our own lives, how many women can relate to Hillary because they've been betrayed, talking about relationships and talking about overcoming pain and suffering. But then, you know, on the other hand, everybody was so shocked to see that, um, you know, America cannot actually elect a woman, cannot actually bridge uh, the male and the female, because we've been on the dominant male energy for 2,000 years, and it's finally the time you know, for females to raise in power, but America is not ready for that. And I was so shocked to see the way America voted and who America chose to elect that I'm still in shock, and I think I will continue probably to be shocked for a long period of time. And I'm starting to question what is going on if we're going backward in time, you know, 50 years ago when, or even more than that, when we were uh, not allowed uh, to have an abortion, you know, uh, or we going back in time when we are supposed to deport 12 million people and get them out of their home and throw them back home. I mean, for me, it's just what's going on here is beyond my imagination. And how is this all going to happen? And who's going to do all of that? And how is this man ever going to lead our country? I am so scared. And I feel like this is, an election in which fear took took over. And I am convinced that probably half of the country is living in fear. I mean, I've never received uh, in my life as a therapist so many phone calls and so many text messages since yesterday. Uh, every second, like per minute, like 10, 20 text messages of people being depressed, uh, needed medication or not knowing what to do to themselves. Even I myself, I couldn't sleep not even a second and wondering what's going to happen and where do we go from here. We can only hope that we can come together, that we can heal, that we can see beyond this moment, that we can give Donald Trump, you know, the credit that he can be, you know, uh, uh, an amazing commander-in-chief and we can just wipe out everything he said about us women and everything he said about minorities and that he, you know, will honor us and, uh, you know, serve the way he should. I can only hope that that's all, you know, that's all I can do right now. Pray and hope and and come together, you know, and find the strength to overcome the situation. And, 
it's interesting how tested we are in uh, how, you know, uh, karmic the situation is because what you choose, it's our free will. What we choose is what we bring in our lives. So we are creating a karmic pattern out of which, you know, we will have to, you know, suffer the consequences of our own action because that's what karma is all about, the totality of our thoughts, our intention, our action, and the way we act and the way we intend is going to be reflected in uh, our, our years ahead, in the moments ahead. And it is to be seen if we did the right choice, if we act the right way, because if we didn't, then we will suffer the consequences. And humanity, through centuries of evolution, has stayed for the wrong action and has suffered the consequences of not being able to see beyond the limitations. So, you know, there's so much to say and so much. And I would love to have like an open conversation because this is such an interesting theme and it's something that is in everybody's mind right now. And I bet the Republicans are in heaven right now and they're super excited because they can see how their party is in control of everything. But this is not about being a Democrat or being a Republican. This is, is about our evolution as species. It's about the human race. It's about where are we going from here. It's about preventing a third world war. It's about not associating ourselves with the Russians. It's, it's about being aware how dangerous a dictatorship in Russia can be in dominating the whole Europe and, and provoking you know, an entire war down there where the First and Second World War originated in. I just came from Europe, and I know that there are countries down there that were scared to to even think that, uh, you know, Trump would be elected, because then what it means is that Putin can invade pretty much Europe, and that's going to lead to the Third World War, and how dangerous that is. And this is my mind going places, but there is a possibility like that. If Donald Trump has no diplomacy, you know, to put an end to something like this, then we're in big trouble all over the globe. For people who are aware, no matter what side they were on in the election, but for people who are aware, who are on a spiritual path, who are at least trying to understand karma, I know that one of the things that you teach is that karma can be healed, it can be cleared. And this, we're talking about in this election, kind of, this is big karma with a capital K, right? This is the thing where the you look in the dark corner and there's the thing that you were afraid of, right? No matter what side you were on, this is the thing you're afraid of. How do we, as the, as the voters, as the people of the United States, as the good people all over the world, how can we come together and try to, through our actions, make positive change here? Well, you know what? I think that people voted Trump for one single reason, they want it changed. They, they're tired of Washington, they're tired of politics, they're tired of politicians. They saw that, you know, they've been kind of uh, hoping for something good to happen, and that didn't happen. But they actually didn't realize who they were voting for and the dangerous zone they got themselves into. So, and, and, and they didn't realize that this man who they elected has a very, very heavy karma in his own life. So we're putting in a position of power. We're giving the nuclear codes to a man, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's been a spoiled guy who, who, who you know what I mean? Who, ha- who has no idea of uh, diplomacy and politics. 
you know, it's just, we went to the extreme without realizing. So here is when we created that karma to ourselves. So as you said, we are spiritual beings, but we gave, you know, our, uh, you know, uh, the power. We gave it to somebody who's dominated by his ego. If you look at his entire action, all, all this time when he was running, you know, uh, to become the president, was all about his ego, his own reaction to people, the way he responding, the tendency to punish everybody, the way he eliminated every single other, uh, you know, um, person in the race. There were 13 people. is by attacking, 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 and, and responding to attacks because his ego is bigger than himself. And when you operate on the ego level, you cannot even talk of spirituality. And if this ego, uh, his ego will rule America, then America is in big trouble. And I don't know what can we do to actually correct the karma that, that is happening here right now. I, I, I don't really have, as much as I always think there is a solution for everything, in this very moment, probably I'm not seeing it, but I, I have to think about it. It doesn't come to my mind, you know? It's difficult, and it... Um, one of the things about, uh, I think America is, is a lot about ego. Americans are a lot about ego. Um, I also love to visit and travel in Europe and there's a different way of being in the world. And I think that as Americans, we show up, um, <laughs> we show up with our egos. I don't know if you agree with that. So we're, we're very ego. And part of the reason that we like that reality TV kind of thing is that we see people on their bad behavior. We see people doing things in front of the cameras that should be tr- private. We get a little kind of titillated by that and we enjoy watching it. And I I am wondering, I don't know, but I wonder just from my own way that I perceive energy and relationship, I wonder if there's a way in which our indulgence in that kind of um, behavior, whether we are watching it or engaging it in ourselves, has something to do with the kind of karma that we generate. Because I, I know that you believe that we are always generating karma, either good karma or bad yeah. karma. Exactly. What, well, I have to interrupt you a little bit. Talking about bad karma, think a little bit what we did when we went into the Middle East and we attacked the Holy Land, believing that we are Americans, we have a big ego, we're going to go there and we're going to make things right over there. And by doing so, you know, we cause so much trouble to ourselves and that's when we, our economy starts to crash. You know, that's when we... Because we thought, oh, we've been attacked. We have to eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, you know. That's, that's the kind of a law we applied. And, and that didn't work. That was also ego-based. So, and that's when we create all that karma, that backfire on us for a very long period of time. We suffer because what we did by going in, in the Middle East. And, that, and now we're regretting it. We actually, Donald Trump attacked Hillary by saying, why did you approve going you know, to the war in Iraq. What was wrong with, with you and what was wrong with all of you by, by trying to uh, approve going to the war in Iraq? So now they realize that was a mistake because it was a karmic mistake. And for their karmic mistake, who pays? All of us, Americans, we pay for the karmic mistake. But guess what? I was born in a communist country. I was born in Romania. I know what it is to be born during a communist regime, to, to live under communist regime and the Ceausescu regime, and during uh, my youth, you know, we were not allowed to have an abortion, and a lot of women died 
because they were not allowed to have an abortion. I know how hard it was not to have a health insurance. If, if, and I came here, you know, and I came here illegally and I fought very hard to become a citizen, American citizen 35 years ago. And I was so proud. And for me to go back now to the same story in which I won't be allowed to have an abortion, I'm old, but thinking about a young generation, go back to the same story that happened during Ceausescu in which we will have trouble with the health care because, you know, probably all the Americans who used to have health care under Obama, they won't have it anymore or we won't have the, um, we won't have the right to have an abortion. Women will have that right or God knows whatever's going to happen to us. For me, this is unbelievable. It's like almost up to the point when I say, why did I fight so hard, you know, to be in this country and become a citizen? And to see this happening for me, it's just hard to accept, you know? Mm. When we're talking about karma, and I've been, so I've been reading your new book, The Karma Queen's Guide to Relationships. Um, And I was telling you off the air, I was actually reading, this is a wonderful book. It's got lots of great information. It also, I find it funny. Um, So I was sitting in the waiting room with the doctors. I was reading the book, laughing. So anyone who saw me at the doctors, it's because I was reading Carmen's book. Um, I wasn't doing anything else funny in the waiting room at the doctor's office. Um, But you talk about the way that karma, we've been looking now at karma on the global scale and karma on the kind of that governmental scale. You talk a lot in the book about how karma can affect our interpersonal relationships. So our relationship yes. with our with our partners and our family members yes. and our and our bosses. How is that kind of karma, the karma we've been talking about, that global karma feels very heavy. It it has to do with mistakes that we've made in the past coming home to roost in the future. How is it different or is it different when we're looking at it in interpersonal relationships? So there is, like you said, there are three types of karma. There's your individual. That is daily, whatever you create on a daily basis. You know, there's good action, there's bad action. And ideally it is before you go to sleep during the day, think and make a list of everything you've done. And if you did something wrong, try to correct it because um, wrong action grows. You know, a karma that is unclear, unfinished, uh, unhealed grows like wheat. So... And then there is family karma in which you carry your family's karma into your own. Um, That's why be careful who you marry that has been married before and brings other people's karma into your own life. So let's say you get married to a man who's been married twice and has three kids from two different marriages. So you already, you know, you loaded with karmic information coming from different sources. So that's family karma. And then, the third one is this global. So whatever collectively we create that impacts our life globally. So whatever happens in America affects Europe. Whatever happens in Iceland affects Ireland. So in other words, parts of the globe are affecting collectively but an action that is produced in a different part of the world. So that's called global karma. But, but the most interesting one is, is that happens in relationships. So um, the way, you know, I relate to my husband or the way I relate to my child, you know, it is very powerful because it creates karmic imprints. And karma is something that tends to repeat itself. So let's say you're in a situation or in a relationship and things don't work and you separate, you go through a divorce, chances are 
that the same situation will keep on repeating. The same pattern will come back to you. If it's not healed, if it's not processed, if it's not understood, if it's not deleted for your subconscious mind, if it continues to harbor in your consciousness, you will attract the same pattern over and over again. I have people coming to me to do therapy and asking me, why am I attracting the same alcoholic? Why uh, every husband I choose is cheating on me and is doing the same thing? And the answer is the same, is your karma. And your karma meaning your uh, repetition of the same thoughts, intention, actions that exist somewhere at the cellular level, you know, and you continue to create, to manifest over and over unless you process them and you eliminate them from your system. It's like a bug that stays there and it never goes away. So that's why everything that happens to us, good or bad, you know, is, is a karmic imprint and every, all our life is full of karmic imprints. And if you understand that, you know what I mean? You have a chance to clear them and live a, a, a wonderful life and live in peace and live in gratitude and look at your life with different, at a different perception and progress because life is about evolution, pro- progression and, and movement. And if we're not moving collectively, if we're not, if we're regressing, there's pain and suffering. Look at the world today. The world is crying. It's crying because we're not moving forward. We're going backwards. If the world will celebrate, then that's progression. Even the moment the world cries collectively, it means we did something wrong to ourselves. So that's a statement to reflect on. Hmm. And it, and it is, I believe, our choice as... Um spiritual beings in bodies as people who are aware it is our choice to either listen to that cry and acknowledge it and then make a change or to pretend we didn't hear it and go on doing whatever it is that we're doing and that to me that's the kind of chase that the the kind of choice that we're facing right now yeah and if we and we should continue to be in denial then we and then we question i don't understand why our economy is not progressing well, it's not progressing because we did something very wrong when we went to war. And that's why it went backfire on us. And for years and years and years, it, you know, the economy went down and things went down because that karma, it has hard. So we have to be very careful collectively who, what decision we make, who we choose as our leaders to make decisions for us. So that's why it's so significant for us to move forward beyond and and choose in position of leadership people who have a spiritual leadership the problem is that you know what at this point in time you know we collectively didn't like anybody we didn't even like trump we didn't even like hillary because we didn't trust any of this too you know both of them had bad rating you know because we thought we don't have so the question is why don't we have good leaders what is missing why don't we find somebody who has purity, who's really representing a real change, who's not really from Washington, who's a real outsider, who's really, you know, genuine and authentic? Does somebody like that really exist, you know, somewhere on the planet? Well, and have we created a system 
that keeps those good people out, that actively Mm -hmm. prevents them from taking part. I was looking even in the little community where I live, where we were uh, electing people to the school board and electing people to, you know, run the community where I live. There are people who would be wonderful for those positions, but they don't put themselves forward because of what a tangle it is, what a mess it is, how difficult it is. And so at least as, yeah. as I see it, we need to make some changes about what kind of people are we attracting to even run for those leadership positions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Wonderful. Well, th- so you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Dr. Carmen Hara. Now, I asked you on the show, Carmen, to talk about your book, which is The Karma Queen's Guides to Relationship, The Truth About Karma in Relationship. And when we come back after this short break, I want to ask you about soulmates. I want to ask you about how to clear karma. because I don't want to drag around my dirty, stinking karma all the time. I'd like to be free and clear and clean Mm -hmm. in my relationships. I I want to ask you about what it's like to to work with your daughter and and so much more. Um, While you're listening to the break here, please go to Carmen's website, which is CarmenHara.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-H-A-R-R-A.com. We'll be right back with Dr. Carmen Hara after this. Hey, everybody, this is Josh Groban. After so many years on the stage, one of my favorite things about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left not knowing where their next meal is coming from, or if it's even coming at all. Thankfully, the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food and helps deliver it to kids in need across the country. But they can't do it alone. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Meditation Channel. Non-stop meditation music 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation Channel is interruption-free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app, free in the App Store, or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation Channel. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. 
Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. When every moment matters and a life is saved. When someone gives blood. When a hand reaches out. That moment when heartbreak turns to hope. You're there through the American Red Cross. Down the street, across the country, around the world, you help save the day. Every day. Your support truly matters. You can help today. Visit redcross.org. And now back to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager on Empower Radio. EmpowerRadio.com. Welcome back to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Dr. Carmen Hara. We're talking about her new book, The Karma Queen's Guide to Relationship, The Truth About Karma in Relationship. She co-authored that book with her daughter, Alexandra Hara. And you can find out more about Carmen and her work at CarmenHara.com. That's C-A-R-M-E-N. H-A-R-R-A dot com. And of course, I invite your feedback, your questions about this program. How do you feel about the results of the U.S. election? Did you, are you feeling that wave of energy? Is it affecting you at all? Are there ways that when you look at your relationships, whether it's in your family or in your community or with your lover, your partner, your spouse, that you see karma working in your relationships and you'd like to learn to shift that, you can always email me, Karen at KarenHager.com. And karma, I'd love to ask, I called you karma, didn't I? (laughs) And (laughs) Carmen, I'd love to, (laughs) that's so funny. I'd love to ask you, you are the karma queen. And it, and you say in the book that you've been called the karma queen for a long time. What does it mean to be the karma queen? Well, um, New York Post actually called me the Karma Queen, meaning somebody that is um, on top of the concept, you know, that, that, you know, you're a master in the field. And um, it was a title that um, New York Times and New York Post gave me like uh, 12, 15 years ago when I actually published my first book that translated 20 languages called Everyday Karma. And um, I love... um, I mean, I enjoy this this so-called uh, title, <laughs> uh, and um, I want your listener to understand that there are different types of relationships that people go through. Something that probably a lot of your listeners never thought, because we all want fulfilling relationship. But the only problem is that not every relationship is meant to always last. And uh, in life, we can go to what is called a karmic relationship, meaning um, a relationship that is uh, um, meant to be for a while. Uh, when something is supposed to play out in a couple, uh, but the, the moment the karma of that relationship is resolved, the relationship may come to an end. Like, for instance, you may be happily married, you meet somebody, you have a strong connection with that person, but the very moment that the connection is over and the karma is played out, that person vanishes and you don't feel anything a- anymore. So um, um, karmic relationships are uh, enriching experiences that, that can be um, very fulfilling but temporary or sometimes longer terms. We, we don't really know. But 
also another type of relationship that people have, a transitory relationship. Like a lot of people experience transitory relationships that are like a bridge between two phases of evolution. Uh, like, for instance, a transitory relationship is between a long marriage. Let's say you've been married for 20 years, then you go through a divorce, and you're not ready to marry again, but you meet somebody. And for a year, two or three, you're in a transition with a different person who's helping you to heal, who's, who temporarily is taking you to another level. And it's like a band-aid in your life. So don't necessarily try to make that relationship permanent because temporary is temporary. So it's very important for everybody listening to dissociate a temporary or transitory relationship from a long-lasting relationship or a karmic relationship from a what is considered a, a soulmate relationship, which is actually not a common relationship. Like people talk all the time about what is a soulmate. Does it really, really exist? It does exist. It's not very common. A soulmate uh, is that kind of a bond, you know, that is so deep physically uh, and emotionally um, and is uh, something that um, makes a relationship survive the test of time, um, is the kind of a relationship that is marked by an intense connection between two people. It's almost like you get each other. It's the two of you against the world, you know. Uh, you get each other's sentences, and people can look at, at the two of you, and they can see that connection. It's an unbreakable connection. And um, love relationships, you know, play a very critical role in our lives. And uh, uh, it's very important to know to dissociate one relationship from another and not to believe you're in a soulmate relationship when, in fact, you are in what is considered a compromised relationship. Now, believe it or not, out of 100 relationships, probably 80%, 80 of them will be actually compromised because the most common relationship of all that occur between two people in terms of love relationship are the compromised ones, hmm. which are based on some kind of arrangement or some kind of a financial or emotional comfort or stability. Like many relationships that are meant to, to uh, actually um, not be based on love, they're just settling for each other. People who sometimes, they might even have kids and they, they compromise to stay together. They don't, they don't even love each other sometimes. It's, it's really sad that many people compromise and I know sometimes people listen uh, to me talking and all of a sudden they realize that after a long period of time they've been in a compromise, but there's nothing else they can do other than to continue to be in a compromised relationship. So I just wanted to, for your listener, to understand uh, what types of relationships exist out there and how to differentiate one from another because, as I said, it's a world of a difference in the quality of love uh, we give and we gain. And um, that's very powerful and very significant to know. And not being able to tell the difference or not being able to discern the difference can cause suffering. I know from what I see in my own practice as an intuitive, 
if someone is in what you would call a transitory relationship and yet all their energy is on somehow through the sheer, their sheer will and determination, turning it into a forever relationship, a soulmate relationship, and the connection isn't there, that causes tremendous suffering to everybody concerned. Exactly. And there's another thing, you know, a lot of people don't know how to differentiate uh, attraction from authenticity. I like um, you, you're attracted to somebody, but how can you turn that attraction into an authentic relationship? And how can you make that really become something solid? Because what you see happening, you know, to people a lot uh, uh, on a daily basis is that we're looking for a real life partner. And then we end up by meeting all kinds of people that they all just flirting, but not really interested in anything solid. So how can you turn that attraction into something that becomes solid and becomes authentic? So that's an art. And and that's something that um, uh, it's also uh, very important to know how to do. And it comes by knowing how to differentiate uh, um, you know, what you really need, what are your needs, what you really want in a relationship, what are you really bringing in, who you bring in, what do you attract, what do you stand, if you really are ready for something or if you're not, you know, and who you bring in and make sure you understand who your partner really is. Instead of just going for the fling and just going for the season or for, for just a, a moment in time, and then the next second you feel hurt, you know, and that's that common that happens a lot in people's lives. When you talk in the book about soul contracts, is that the same as as the way you're speaking about soulmate relationships, or are soul contracts something different? I mean, a soul contract is something that has a lot to do with uh, resolving karmic issues. I really believe that. Uh, if you have some kind of a contract that you need to go through, if something karmic needs to be played out, uh, you, you, without a doubt, you know what I mean, you need to go through that. There, you, there is no escaping, you know, of, the, um, uh, of that situation. You can't escape that. So, um, you know, you, you have to go through whatever you need to go in life in, in order to reach... Um, you know, that, that stage of awareness. And um, uh, it's important to acknowledge the soul contract. A lot of people don't. They just uh, get confused. And I, I counsel people every day. I see how lost they are. And, and what's, what's sad is for how long they are lost. For what a long period of time they don't seem to be able to find themselves uh, uh, in relationship and they get stuck. I'm hearing the word stuck every single day. I'm stuck. I don't know where I'm going from here. Is there any hope for me? You know, and in part, a lot of time people, um, get stuck because they, uh, allow, uh, external influences. Many times people are influenced by, um, um, outsiders, your best friends, your family members who know better for you, you know, uh, who will tell you what to do because you, you don't know how, what to do for yourself, you know. Um, 
on on the other hand, you know, you have to know how to keep, um, you know, uh, magic in your relationship. You you need to know how to ask. You need to know how to communicate. You need to know how to be, uh, how to present yourself. There's many things you need to know to make a relationship fulfilling and growing and um, uh, and uh, um, being uh, uh, what you want it to be. So it's an art. Being in a good relationship, it's, it's magic and it's beautiful, but you need to know all the elements, all the ingredients that will take you there. Well, and when you get into a relationship, I'd imagine you're not just, I'm not just bringing my karma, but now my potential partner, I've got all that karma and I've got my partner's family's karma and my family's karma. And it seems to me like part of that art would be also kind of looking at what does my partner bring in. And it makes me wonder, Carmen, when people sit down with you, when you're talking with people and they say, I'm stuck, how do you see into their karmic patterns? How do you untangle what it is that they're carrying with them? Well, you take people to the beginning, to where the problem originated, you know. So if you say, well, this is where I am, and then we go in back in time where you were, for instance, 10 years ago when your first pain was created, when your problem originated. You go back there and you acknowledge what, what happened then, you know. The moment you acknowledge, you release that pain, and, and you kind of delete an information, you know. In, in the computer of your mind, hmm. and then and then you become free, and then you can start again, and you reshape your thoughts. Because if, if you change the way you think, you reshape your future. There is a different roadmap. You know, you can redirect your entire uh, um, um, thinking in a different direction. Because your mind gets clouded with information and doesn't see straight anymore. And it's exactly like something that has too much, a computer has too much information and it doesn't work anymore. doesn't have the speed, doesn't have, exactly happens to, to, to our way of thinking. It's too clouded. So um, that's why you need sometimes somebody to help you release all the information so that you can start fresh again. That's why in life we go through cycles and cycles and we need guidance. That's why psychology exists. That's why the intuitive mind is helpful into guidance where you need to uh, uh, clear the road and start again. And there's a cycle that ends and there's a new cycle that is a new beginning. And things that people need to do when they enter a relationship is important to, to pick, uh, uh, as I said it before, authenticity over attraction. One of, the, one of the things that people do all the time, they pick attraction which is wrong. You know, you have to go beyond the attraction. You have to see whether the partner that you can choose, you know, is an authentic partner and is not just an excitement for the moment, you know, and you have to, 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 pick the, to pay attention to the warning signs because everybody coming in our lives sometimes brings all kinds of red flags, you know, Some, the way they talk, you know, the way they treat you. Um, there are red flags, and if you don't pay attention to the red flags, then you're going to have a big surprise uh, in a short period of time, discovering that the person that you're interested in happens to be the pathological liar, an emotional abuser, a commitment phobic. So if you don't pay attention to 
any of this, then you're up to a big surprise. And then you question, well, I don't know why he betrayed me or cheating on me. But if you would have been uh, careful from the beginning, the red flags are there, you know, all the way from the day one. So if you read the warning sign, if you pick authenticity over the chemistry of the first uh, touch, you know what I mean? If you do your inner work, if your inner work in in, in looking into what kind of a baggage you carry yourself, what kind of a karma the person you're interested carries, and look at the karmic pattern that person has, you know what I mean? And, and understand your own needs. In life, you have to know what exactly do you need. Where do you stand yourself? What kind of a commitment do you crave? In, in that, those are the elements, you know, to be able to bring a true, genuine partner that will fulfill, and you know when you feel fulfilled, you grow, you're blooming, you're, you're um, it, it, it's all about the same thing, you're evolving, and life gets better, and, and, and a relationship is growing, is not uh, going down, like in many cases, people say, well, after five years, we're done, we're not interested in each other, it, it's completely opposite, after 25 years, you love each other more. If you apply all of these elements, if you're on the right path, things are getting better and not going down. So this, this is something that your listeners should, uh, should take into consideration. Now, I can't have you on without asking you about numerology. And, and I know that one of the ways we can get information about ourselves and also ways to get information about our partner, ways to get information even maybe about karmic cycles is by looking at something that you call the destiny code. And I wonder if you can just briefly say just a little bit about that, because, oh, that's interesting to me. Oh, I love numbers. I wrote a book on numbers called Decoding Your Destiny. Um, Bible the summer is just like 11 years ago. And uh, I'm fascinated with numbers because I think the numbers are the language of the universe. And one of the things I always thought that a woman has to get into the White House sooner or later, because humanity changed to number two, and two is a female energy. Two is associated with the moon, the, the female power, the, the female coming back, coming back in power. So, but it's interesting that there is an amazing way, and numerology is an amazing tool to show whether two people are compatible or not, you know, because if you take somebody's day, month, and year of birth, and you reduce everything to a single digit, that particular number has to match the number of your partner. So let's say somebody is born um, March uh, uh, 25th, 1970. So you take March is a 3, 2, 5, 2 plus 5 is a 7. So 3 plus 7 is a 10. 10 doesn't exist. 0 goes away. So it's only 1. So 1970 is 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 0. Um, equals um, actually an 8, and 8 plus 1 is a 9. So that person is a 9. 9 is a humanitarian. Now, 9 usually matches very well another 9 or a number 1. If you take a 9 and you try to put it in a, in a relationship with a number that is not a match, then an entire, you know, discord will happen, and that that person, if they get into a marriage, is going to be a completely failure. Like, for instance, uh, I'm giving you an example. Um, Angelina Jolie was a five, and uh, 
um, Brad Pitt was a four, and four and five usually don't match. You know what I mean? Are two numbers that four is balance, stability, grounding in the physical world, that the house has four corners. Five, planet Mercury, intellect, and is the spirit world. And the spirit world is a higher dimension that has a very hard time to be grounded in the physical world. On the other hand, the number four helped the number five to build a family. But number five will sooner or later exit the physical dimension, which that's exactly what she did. She exited and she left, uh, she left him. She went away and she divorced him because that's what number five will always do. And that's what she did, talking about karma. She divorced and divorced and divorced. And karma means repetition. And she divorced two times and she will divorce the third time. And she will probably divorce forever. If, if, if you divorce uh, Brad Pitt, you will probably divorce forever, no matter who else you will ever marry. <laughs> so talking about numbers and what numbers do every single number says everything about you, who you are, what you're going to do, who you're going to do. It, it's remarkable. And talking about numbers, Donald Trump is a four. Now, Donald Trump is money. Number four are people who have the success of the world. They only attach in the physical world. People are number four. Forget about spirituality. It's all ego. It's all grounding. It's all money-based. It, 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 these people are egotistic. That's all they see. This is the way they reflect the world. But um, it's pretty remarkable how um, there is a way to determine uh, through the, the, the divine codification of your birth code if you're a match, if, you, if your relationship is karmic, if your relationship comes from past lives. I have all the keys to this, you know. <laughs> I did this kind of work for all, all, over t 20 years, and it's just magic, I tell you. It is remarkable to use the numbers just to figure it out, everything about everybody. And uh, it can be done pretty fast, you know. Oh, see, that's wonderful. And that kind of insight, it's a, that's a fun way of getting into it. And then from there, you can use all those spiritual tools, the discernment, looking for authenticity. You can use all those things to really dig into the relationship. I know that this book was co-written with your daughter, Alexandra. And some of the things that made me laugh in the book were the little kind of interplays um, between the two of you. Um, there's a quote from her in the book where she says, no family is perfect but your family is perfect for your karma. And I wonder if you're comfortable just sharing a little bit of the karma that you and Alexandra share. I know there's, um, you talked about the way that you carried some of your family karma then into the way that you raised your daughter. Can you talk a little bit about working with her and raising her? I adore my daughter, Alexandra. And you know what? I um, learn from her. You know, I learned to be a mother. I learned to forgive. I learned to understand her generation, I learned to understand that it's important to allow her to have a tattoo. Though, as an intuitive, you know, sometime I, I was um, telling her, listen, the day will come and you will come to me and cry that I allow you to have a tattoo. And that's exactly what happened. And you will blame me that why did I allow it to happen? And it's going to be very hard to remove it. Uh, so th things like that. And I'm just me like... Uh, projecting things for her like or like she coming as she was growing at 17 18 to show me a boyfriend and she already knew that if I see somebody I will already know whether it's good or bad from the beginning and she opened the door 
with a boyfriend and my face or my jaws dropped and she just closed the door and she said, never mind, because she <laughs> knew that there was not somebody for her, you know. So she left right away. And I was asking her, well, why didn't you even introduce me? She said, well, I saw your face, mom. So there was no, no reason. <laughs> and, and I said, well, what did he believe? Why you didn't, you brought him to the door and then you laughed. And the poor young man, you know, he, he didn't even... Now I explain him that something happened and I start telling him a lie. <laughs> so stories like this, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, you know, when we, we wrote this book, we had a lot of fun. So we remember everything that happened, you know, in our home as she was growing up and how, uh, you know, how wonderful it was, uh, you know, in the family, you know, the diversity of, of the family and, um, how we celebrate uh, uh, our different beliefs and way of being and how extraordinary it is to be able to embrace, you know, different, uh, um, different concepts and how, to, how amazing it is to accept and to be able to love everybody the way they are and to accept them and to uh, encourage them. And to, I think it's, 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 it's just amazing, you know, to, to be a mom and to be able to have your daughter as a, a reflection of, of, of everything you want her to be. Mm. Now, I know we're getting awfully close to the end of our time, and I would love for you to tell the listeners how they can find out more about your work, where they can buy your books. Just let them know how to reach out, how they can contact you and find out more. So I have uh, seven books. My eighth book is... Um, I'm working on it right now. So uh, my books are everywhere, every bookstore. They can uh, find my new book, uh, Karma Queen's Guide to Relationship, uh, published by uh, Penguin Books. Uh, and I have three other books published with uh, Penguin Books, Random House, Everyday Karma, Eleven Principles, Decoding Your Destiny, Simon & Schuster, um, uh, Holiness, published by Hay House. And they... Um, can go to my site, www.carmenharra.com, carmenhara.com, uh, and they can um, also, um, you know, uh, email me at carmenhara at AOL. I have an AOL account, my name, carmenhara at AOL. They can also, um, you know, uh, go to Facebook, carmenhara, on my fan page or my Twitter account. Uh, on my Instagram account and write me their opinions and questions. I respond to people's questions. Uh, um, I have uh, my own radio show on WABC. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited to communicate with your listeners and everybody interested to reach out to me. I should be extremely grateful. And I'm extremely grateful to be on your show. And I so appreciate you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. Thank you so much for being on the program. This was timely. We didn't really plan it this way, but the timing turned out just perfectly. Thank you so well, much. Was, was, so meant, was so meant to be this way. was meant to be this way. I think so, and I love when it all works out in divine timing. It's perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. That's Dr. Carmen Hara. We've been talking about her newest book, The Karma Queen's Guide to Relationships, The Truth About Karma in Relationship. She co-wrote that book with her daughter, Alexandra Hara. You can find out more about Carmen and about her work. Check out some of those other books, listen to the radio show, find out where to 
connect with her at carmenhara.com. That's C-A-R-M-E-N-H-A-R-R-A.com. And of course, I ask you, invite you, oh, I implore you, go visit karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out more if you'd like to work privately with me for an intuitive session. If you'd like to check out some of the classes I offer, find out where I will be speaking and teaching around and about the United States. All of that is at karenhager.com. And I welcome your comments and questions about the show. My email address is karen at karenhager.com. At a time like this, when anxiety runs high, when everything's a little weird, when there's healing to be done, if you feel as I do that when we come together with a collective intention for change, for peace, for growth, that we can make change, I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. That's where you can get information about a free monthly uh, guided meditation that my partner and I put on the first Sunday of every month. Openpeacefulheart.com is a great place to find out how you can join your energy to a community of people who are sending that love and light into the world. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. And until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.